Welcome back, everybody. We're back here, Chantel. We're here. We're ready to we're, chat it out. We're being practical with practical our light and light workers at the same time. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so good. Okay. Well, you, this is your prompt today. You said, uh, so you, you, you set us up here for the conversation. Okay. Well, light workers often because of their heart to work with people who are wounded end up w- working with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And, um, Kind of set this up like thinking of the idea of like an empath, for instance, mm. empaths um, in their woundedness will go towards anybody in the room who is a lower vibration mm. or anybody in the room who could potentially be a threat. They don't necessarily look at the people in the room that are a higher vibration. Like they, that's, it's not like they don't resonate with that because they do, but that that's, they get attracted to the lower energy people, the people who are maybe the most wounded or the most could be the most threat. And then they take this into their work. Mm. You know, they take it into their light work and eventually they start getting sucked dry. Because that's all they're working with is, is, you know, these people who are just weighed down in the the pits. Mm. And like, I can speak for myself personally, like after doing this for 10 years, you eventually burn out because you're not getting a, a balance of working with people who maybe have done their own work and are at a different level. Mm. You know, like I know for myself, I, I just focused on those people. And once I got them to a lighter space where they were doing really well, I'm like, okay, see ya, peace out. Instead of creating this space for them to continue with me. Mm -hmm. And I think then that, that ends up where a lot of light workers burn out. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like they're fried because they're not having anything that's playful and fun. And, and, um, that's resonating with the changes that they're wanting to bring into the world anymore. Right. Like maybe they started off wanting to work with that, but they've, they've shifted Mm. and yeah, they're still stuck doing the same thing. Yeah. Going back to the same people Mm -hmm. and then keep getting burned out. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good there. Yeah. The, the, especially if you're into personal development or you're on a spiritual path and you're getting the lessons life has for you, but, but, so you're growing, your spirit's growing, your soul is growing, but then you go back. You, but if your work is sort of pigeonholed into one moment in the, in the journey of someone's life where they're, you're always trying to get people back to wholeness or get back people back to uh, some form of healed, then you're always dealing with people in the same rut, even though yeah. your soul has moved far beyond that space. And I mean, that can just be really exhausting for sure. It can be, it can be, you know, and it's not that it, you can't do both, but I think if you don't start as a light worker who's been doing it for a long time, moving into work that resonates with you more, you know, because you feel like sometimes maybe like you're leaving the, those people behind. Yeah. Instead of like, well, actually this has changed for me and I prefer to work for this type of person that feels better. Like I know personally I've, I've um, had a few clients that I have not wanted to work with anymore because it just feels like it feels like slugging through the mud. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I, I just don't think I want to do that anymore. I've got most of my people that I'm working with to a certain point. So I'm reaching out to them now and saying, okay, like what's next? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's interesting. You know, uh, it's making me think about how you take a light and it, it is, you put it in a dark room and it's very noticeable. Like it's, so we tend to, it, it's a default um, thought, I think, to go, my light work is for darkness. My light work is to bring light to darker Absolutely. places. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, my, I feel like my opinion has shifted over the years, especially lately that I, I feel like to make real change in the world, um, I need to find others who are close in proximity to the lessons I'm learning and to partner with them rather than try to go to the places where people don't get it. Like yeah. finding I mean, that's exhausting. Are, so instead of a dark room, what if the, the room was, was already lighted, but you were bringing your light to that room in its own unique role or, or place, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. People can benefit from your light who are already healthy people who are, um, or even if they have their own, you know, circumstances that are hard, your light work, but they don't have to be like <laughs> that energy that pulls you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was you that, um, was talking about this or where I heard it, but like, it's, it's like, you've gone up the ladder and instead of you having to go like reach down and, and force them up the ladder, it's like, you can, you can hold space for that, but they have to make the effort to get up there, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think so much um, of my career was spent going back down the ladder trying to pick them up and, you know, like almost carrying them there. And that's not really our role. It's, it's about here, here's how you can get there. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm shining the light of the path, you know, here's the steps. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, especially if you're a leader, like if you, if you identify as someone who wants to lead change, um, meaning, I, I guess, meaning, at some level you've gone beyond a practitioner. You're beyond yeah, that. I do, I do this work as a practitioner. You're like, there's a bigger vision I have that I want to see through. And so I'm willing to lead that in whatever way that looks like to lead it. And to do that, you would, this is, again, this is my, my own journey. And this was just like, I realized I want to work with people who are up to speed with the things I'm learning that they're learning those things too. And how do I use my light to shine on the path of change that they're, they're trying to create change too. How do I shine, use my gifts to make their path faster, easier. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I, I think that is the key difference is, is if you're wanting to work with leaders or people who are here to make change as well in the world, then mm-hmm. Sometimes people get scared, you know, like I know, um, looking back on my journey, what kept me from doing that is like, I was scared of who I had to become Mm. in order to be that person that led leaders. Mm. And yet it's, it's like you've said over and over, we're just walking each other home. And if you're in that space, then finding other people that are in that space too, it makes life a lot easier, (laughs) you know, and fun. Because mm-hmm. we need fun. that in our work. Yeah, that's fun. light. If you think about anything, fun is is part of that. That's a really interesting place to look in this conversation. Like, why do we work with the wrong people? Do we do we tell us why do we tell ourselves we can't have fun? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, 
I think we're just all conditioned in lots of ways. Right. And then it's just like moving through that conditioning to like, wait a minute. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily have to do that, especially light workers. I think they're conditioned to, um, you know, overgive and, and self-sacrifice and all of those things. And, Mm -hmm. and once light workers, you know, especially the leaders have worked through that, then it could still be a pattern that they default back to if they're not careful and and they don't have a space to hold them Mm. Mm. in a, you know, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say higher light, but in a, you know, in a different way, like, you know, showing them that it's okay to not have to go back down there into that old pattern or back down there into those old, um, types of people that you used to serve like you don't have to right you can have fun you can laugh you can do all of those things and still create a huge change for people yeah i i think too um like if you look in let's use the health industry for a minute like the the medical industry Mm -hmm. i think that a lot of the what doctors respond to is sickness or illness what what, yes so if you think about light workers similarly it's easy. There's already a pre-existing conversation of where people are willing to pay for light work in the pain and the misery. So it's like, if you, if you're using, if you have a business for your light work, which I'm assuming everybody listening to this would, where you assume people are, or where there's already agreement for people paying for your light is in madness and misery in the pain of things. But that, but that's not, that doesn't, that's not, it doesn't have to be that way. There is, there is value for your light beyond just those who are experiencing madness and misery. Exactly. Exactly. And it and goes not to say you shouldn't to... do that either way, but. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> so, sorry. I was just going to say, not to say that you shouldn't, you, if you feel called to pain and misery. Yeah. Great. That's perfect. But it's not the only option. It's not the only thing available. This is true. And, um, uh, that's not, and it's not fully what we said here because we were saying like the, working with the wrong people and I'm talking about a circumstance, not a person. So you could have the right person who's in pain and misery and that totally makes sense. You could also have the wrong person in pain and misery and it doesn't make sense, but you do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is about uh, knowing the difference, I think, and being willing to stand in that difference. You know, so many people think, well, they've come to me, they, here they are, so right. I must have to work with them because the universe brought them to me. Right. And it's like, right. well, no, actually, yeah. you get to choose. You get to choose. Is yeah. that a right fit for you? You know, like, do an interview. <laughs> you know, is this person a right fit for me yeah. to work with, give my time and energy and... um light too, or, or are they better off being served by somebody else? I wonder what the wrong, I wonder what, how you would measure the wrong person. Like, how would you decide if it were the right or wrong person? Well, for me personally, and I mean, everybody's different in how they're, they move in the world. But for me, the wrong person feels like an energy vampire. They, they, they suck the life out of me. And I don't want to work with clients that suck the life out of me. Like they could be in the same circumstance. Like you said, like they could be in that deep pain moment, but one is still willing to go, okay, I'm going to do the work to get out of this. Right. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll throw you the rope, but you got to climb up the rope. Whereas others are like, well, Hmm. how about you pull me up? Right. 
and you keep trying to pull them up and you keep trying to pull them up out of this pit and and they're not even willing to put one foot you know into getting themselves out of there right and that's for me I think that's the big one is like I start feeling drained working with these people yeah like have you had people like that Chris like that have just drained you like it's like oh yeah yeah I I need to go have a nap after working with those people (laughs) (laughs) you know I mean yeah it's why I it's why I loved um Seth Godin's book called Tribes so mm-hmm. much. I mean, when I started to really realize um, that there are people like me who think like me, who have, who value things that I value, I started to realize that there is enough people to serve, to help, who are already wired like me and value what I value than having to try to be all things to all people. And I just, I, ever since then, I've been on this journey of ref, ref, continuing to refine who do I want to work with? Exactly. Who is my work for? Yeah, I remember one time I was at a um, a workshop. It was actually at one of the equine gestalt trainings. And there's a, I don't know if, I hope I don't butcher his name, but Larry Freeberg, Freeberg or Freeberg. Anyways, he came and did a big presentation there. And he's, he, at the time I had just graduated and, and, you know, they were talking about your right people or, you know, um, your niche, whatever. And I, I, he says, what's stopping you from doing that? And I said, well, I want to work with everybody. Mm. And he said, you know, not even Jesus did that. Mm. (laughs) Why we think we have to work with everybody. Like it's a farcity. And I think as soon as we can bust that, like, I don't have to work with everybody. Yeah. This is, this is a layered thing, Chantal. It is. Because underneath that is, um, is uh, if it's about business and you feel a financial pinch, yes, um, it's it's so much easier to to relax your standards into working with everybody. You're like, well, I need to work with everybody because I don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. Yeah, and your standards soften, you know. Exactly, and then but, yet, you know, as we know, if those people are draining our energy and we're giving our people our our energy and our time to the wrong people, then we're not holding a space for the right ones to come in, you know? Yeah. And, and, um, and uh, it points to something else that you and I are working on, which is um, vision. Like if you don't have vision. Yeah. So, so you get into business and you're like, okay, well, I have this gift. I have this passion. I'm going to use it to help others. And that's about as far as the vision goes. And then you have, and then you might say, well, I'm going to have a goal not a vision. I'm a goal to make such amount of money or to serve such X amount of clients. And, and, but when it's financially tight, you'll soften your standards, but, but all of that absent of a vision, you won't know where to look for if there are enough people to serve like that are the right kind of people. Exactly. But but the, the process of finding vision, clarifying vision, um, and seeing what it is starts to give you uh, a sense that there are other people who are wanting to do this type of work, go where you want to go. And then, and in that realization, you go, okay, there are enough people to financially make what I want to make and use my light to serve them for this vision I have. Absolutely. And, it, and I think it goes down to, to um, not just accepting anybody that shows up at your door, but also going and actively 
seeking the people that you really would love to work with. Like you, you've done, you know, like I would really love to work with these type of people because then you have that vision of who you're looking for to add to your tribe. Yeah. And and it's so cool because your vision, uh, which by the way, we, we cover in our workshop. So whenever you're listening to this, if you want to jump in the workshop, you can go to um, practicallightworkers.com forward slash workshop. But in that we look at what we call the essence of your vision, which is, uh, and we use a simple prompt when blank happens, the world will change. You listening to this, you as a light worker have your own answer to that based on what life has taught you. You're like, you know what the world's missing that would make it, that would cause it to change is blank. And when you start to realize that's what you want to set your life up for, I'm going to go do that with my life. Then you realize, ah, so who I'm looking for are others who would want to play in that sandbox. Who else wants to do that? Those become the people you can give your light to. Yeah. But if you're, if they're not headed in the same direction, you're going to constantly feel like you're behind in life. Like, oh, I have this thing I want to do with my life, but I got to go over here and serve somebody with my light who's not headed in that direction. It just feels like the well, biggest Yeah, and you keep getting drugged back down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when all those things start to converge your vision and you see where you want to go with your life and you realize others are heading that way and then you can use your gift to support them, it, it all starts to click. Yeah. Absolutely. I think vision is a huge part of it. And that's why I'm excited to you know do that workshop and I, I know we'll be doing more of it. But having yeah. that clear vision and then yeah. allowing it to continually unfold, it gives you that excitement yeah. of and and direction of where you're going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this may this metaphor may not work. I, I but I just uh, <laughs> what's that saying? Like when when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Is that is that the same? I don't know. <laughs> is that is that a U.S. U.S. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it could be. <laughs> Yeah, that's not for us Canadians. Some Yankee, it's some Yankee saying, I don't know. I'm just so kidding. when, but I mean, to the idea that, you know, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail, um, yeah. could be like, if you're, if you're a light worker with a particular discipline or a practice, everything, how you relate to like every person who is not experiencing the kind of life they want appears like somebody who could use your light. The difference though is, uh, this is where the metaphor hopefully works, but if if I can expand my vision beyond, I'm a hammer, that's a nail. And I go, let's build a house. And what kind of house? I want to build modern houses, beautiful modern houses in nature. I go, okay, now I'm going to use the hammer to build the house, not just hit this nail. Like when you expand what the hammer can be used for besides just hammering a nail into a piece of wood, you you now have a how the hammer fits in the bigger picture of things. If you don't have the bigger picture, if you don't have the vision, then then you just constantly you feel the most useful hammering nails because at least I get to use my gift for something. But if you don't, and that's what I'm saying, if you don't have a vision, then you go, well, at least I get to be useful for something. And I'll go hammer this nail. Yeah. And it pulls you into all the things that can use your gift, even if those things don't give you life. Great metaphor. Does it work or does it not work? (laughs) It works. I'd rather be a balloon though, because I'm a light worker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know what the relationship to a, uh, when you're a balloon. I don't know. Like if you're a balloon, then everything, I don't know. No, that was a great metaphor. It It makes a lot of sense, right? Because then you know where to focus your gifts and your talents and your abilities 
And it's not just spread everywhere and hitting like the hammer, hitting every single nail out there. Right. 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 And you could, I mean, maybe this really works. I could take it further. Like if you, if you were like, I'm going to use my hammer, my light work to build other people's houses, or I'm going to use my light work to build my houses, knowing that my houses can be in service of the people I want to work with. Like, you know what I mean? Like some people get their light gets pulled into other people's companies or other people's stuff. And it's not your vision. It's so important to have your own vision because then your light work is in service to your vision, you know, well, and not your vision, your like selfishly you, your vision, but your vision for, for the benefit of others, the thing you want to create with your life. So yes. what were you going to say? I don't know what I was saying. Hmm. I, you know, I was going to come up with a smart comment, but it's gone. <laughs> Something like a balloon. Uh, a balloon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The balloon went poof. Yeah. It, it I, I made a post this week about, um, on Facebook about the right people and right conversations and had a little matrix thingy on it, mm-hmm. like, um, four, four boxes. And they were, um, the, the, the columns and rows were like, oh, I seen that. That was amazing. That? It was yes. right people, wrong people in the rows and the columns were right conversation, wrong conversation were the columns. And so if you start on the outer ones, wrong people, wrong conversation, you get boredom, right? Like you're at me, if I, as a light worker, I'm working with the wrong people and we're not talking about the things that interest me, then I'm bored. You know, I'm punching a clock. Any light work I do, I'm like, you know, I'm a coach and I think I'm a good coach as a light worker. But if you're having a conversation about something that's not interesting to me and I'm trying to use my light in a conversation that's not interesting, I could do it. It's just boring to me. I'm like, you want to talk about the weather, Chris? News fest. That. <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm going to talk to what I used to do, what I used to do is try to, I was, I started my coaching business with real estate agents because that was my background. Yeah. And so I would talk about open houses and listings and buyer presentations. And over time, I just outgrew that conversation. And I, what I realized is I wanted to talk to people who wanted to make an impact in the world, not sell a house. And I, and, and if I was talking to somebody who wanted to sell a house, I wanted to talk to them about things that made a difference in the world, not your open house. I just got really bored. I was like, you know, seems fast. Yeah. I I think that brings up the frustration too, right, Chris? Like, I think that was part of that matrix was, that was wrong people, right conversation. So, so now we're, we're, I'm talking to people about the things I finally want to talk about. I'm talking about, let's make an impact in the world, but real estate agents didn't get it. They were like, but do I get a lead, Chris? But is this, but talking to people about what I'm passionate about, does that get me a lead? And I'm like, how do you not get this? This relationship (laughs) building, go find the people that you want to have relationship with. Were you pulling your hair out at that point, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) It's all gone. I was, but, but, it, but then it can relate, it can result in, so if you have a, uh, as a light worker, you have a particular, um, could be a modality, but it could be, it could be beyond that. It could just be a particular lesson that life has taught you. And that's the conversation you want to have, but all the people you're working with don't get it. Like they don't get the law of attraction or they don't get spiritual connection or they don't get, uh, you know what I mean? Like they don't get yeah. the thing you do then you, you'll be constantly frustrated because you're using your, your gifts for people who don't appreciate it. Absolutely. There's a, can you fix me? Can you fix me? I don't want to do the work, but can you just fix me? Yeah, you do it for me. <laughs> right. And that just, so wrong people mm-hmm. doing the right, you're doing the right work. You're having the right conversation, but with the wrong people leads to frustration. And burnout. And burnout. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good. 
Mm-hmm. But you get to, um, what is it, right people. Now, now let's go to the right people. So you have the right people in the wrong conversation. So I I finally meet people who have a spiritual context for life. I, I talk to people who love the law of attraction. I talk to people who, but I'm, but I'm talking to them about the wrong things. And now, now there's confusion. I'm confused. They're confused because we have this energetic connection, but we're not talking about the thing we both want to talk about. Do you know what I mean? Like you can see this with lightworkers who might, um, you might attract the right people. You feel connected to them, but when they come in for service to do some work with you, you don't ever get to the real thing you want to talk about. Right people, wrong conversation. And so you feel con- you're confused because you're like, why is this not working? And they're confused because they're like, why is this not working? Because you're not saying the real thing to say. You're not having the real conversation you want to have. Yeah. Might feel risky. Maybe you're not doing it because it feels risky to talk about the woo-woo shit. Maybe it feels, you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, we could definitely go down that bunny trail, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, sort of going off it does back. feel risky lots of times, but if you're with the right people, well, lots of times good. they need to right. hear it. Right, right. It, yeah, so right right people, right conversation is magic. So in that in that matrix, like, you know, when, you, when you're with the right people having the right conversations, magic happens. Alchemy, like it's lit. Like that's when all the things start to spark, and we're we know we're on fire now in a good way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like you are today. Like I'm on fire right fire. now because I'm with the right person having the right conversation. Absolutely. And this, but and side note, that's I mean, if what you want to experience in your practice as a light worker is that type of spark, that type of magic, then all, what what's missing is those are two the right people. In the right conversation. Those are the two things you want to audit yourself. You want to audit why you're not having fun. You're either missing the right people or you're not having the right conversations. Like that's it. That's what get those two things in alignment and you'll have some sparks. Love that. Was for me. Was for me. Well, it's just what life taught me. I mean, I just failed so hard. So I failed forward so hard on doing it wrong. I'm like, it just took a lot of Failing, <laughs> figuring it out. Took a lot of burnout. Took a lot of sucking. You know, this yeah. sucks. Oh god, so much frustration, boredom. How comes this not working? It's just not working. Yeah, those three were frustration, boredom, confusion. Like mm-hmm. describe my life for two decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I how how simple the 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 fix the solution was the right people in the right conversations. How how did I not see that? I don't know. Part of the process, I guess. But we can save people from going down that road for so long, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. this community is about, too. It is, right. It's really supporting uh, people and in stepping into the light work and finding the right people and building their visions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I, when we talk about the right conversation, to me, it's more than just the it's more than just the gifts and skills you have as a light worker because that's part of it part of versus having the wrong having conversations outside of trying to make an impact not inside your gifts right like which i've done a bunch of that too but beyond your gifts and your skills are the the vision that you have and part of the right conversation is about you getting clear on your vision you know what I mean? Because now when you know where you're going, you can talk about that with other people and it fires you up when you talk about it with other people. 
Exactly. And you, and you know where to shine your light rather than like, exactly like I used to everywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is good, Chris. Mm. I feel fired up. You, you were fired Miracles up. Fired, fired up. Good prompt. I, I mean, sometimes you got to reel me in, Chantel. <laughs> no, off. it's awesome. It was good. Right conversation. Be the, be the hammer. Build the right house. Be the hammer. Build the house. That's our tagline. Be the yeah. hammer. Build the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. That's so well, um, I guess, I guess to, we could wrap it with, um, if you, again, if you listening to this want to learn more about our workshop that helps you clarify that vision so you can have the right conversations, go to practicallightworkers.com forward slash workshop. Um, and, um, and if you haven't joined our free Facebook group, you can join that too. Um, yeah, reach but, out, say hi to us. Yeah. Seriously. Us. Like seriously, come hang out with us. Cause this yeah. is the kind of fire we're up to. Absolutely Let's, go. Fire. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chantel, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you in the next one. Thanks, Chris.